we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, she is Simone Roshan. Every single week, we just take a look at some of the big stories that are affecting us in our work, in our life, and in this crazy world that we are all living in. I'll tell you, Simone, if I get one more email that says, Hi, hope you're doing well in these unusual times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're six months in. They're not unusual anymore. We need to get over this. <laughs> yeah. And they normally then go on to saying, would you like to improve your SEO? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get, hello, we're a company based in England. And I'm like, no company would ever start an email la- like that unless they are based in another country at a horrible click farm and are trying to pretend, John, uh, that uh, in fact, you are going to put me to number one on the Google page rankings. We're digressing and we've only just started Simone (laughs) how the heck are you this week you know what it's really interesting lots of new announcements we've had to oh gosh that awful kind of big girl decision to postpone our awards uh, from December into spring that I have to say is caused sleepless nights for weeks and weeks mm. and weeks uh, you know and it's uh, uh, you know people are like oh well you're just going to be doing it virtually and I'm like well you know what we do well is really bring people together and, and stay you know connected and, and I, I really thought we were going to be able to do it so now we said spring but what I'm bowled over by are the comments and the emails that I've had from people going this is going to be the biggest party of all time when we get together. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- thank you for not forgetting us. And, and I thought that, re- and that, that's been, I think, my big bother because we've not been shouting and whooping like we do on social about our shortlist and, um, and our futureless power list and our partners because there's almost been gosh which way do we signpost and so for me what this has done the really great positive and the great reaction we've had from the NPW community is wow this is I could high five myself again and I'm like mm. but you could have done anyway but it was almost like giving permission again so you yeah. know what whether you're shortlisted uh future list power list for the 2020 uh, awards go for gold hashtag IMMPW. sure shout you know hurrah woo, woo yourselves because it's really important and actually forget it if you're the 19 18 17 16 awards shout out because you're yeah, all role models and we've got a tough winter ahead let's not even get away from that so mm. let's try and overwhelm the seo announcements or the new guideline announcements or whatever it may be with just some good old high-fiving just do it i remember with the british podcast awards earlier this year when <laughs> we were very successful simone roche i was looking back through actually some episodes the other day and i saw the episode where we just talked about all the awards we were winning and how it felt a little bit uncomfortable but we were telling ourselves 
ourselves. No, we have to shout about it. We have to own our successes because it's very easy to go and be very British and very female and go, oh, well, I don't like to talk about it. No, we were really successful. And and I remember doing a tweet, a sort of series of tweets saying, do you know what? I'm super proud. Three British Podcast Awards this year. And I, you know, I am proud of that. And, and I'm not going to be coy about it. I am going to shout and say I'm proud of my work. And I felt so uncomfortable and so out of my comfort zone. And I wrote this whole long email thread and I got wonderful response from people. And everyone was very supportive. And there was one comment from a man that stuck with me. And he said, you know what? If you can find somebody to cook for you, that's wonderful. If someone's going to go and do all your cooking for you, that is great. But a bit like promoting yourself or bigging yourself up, if you can find a cheerleader, wonderful. But if you can't find a cheerleader, it's a bit like not being able to have a cook. Unless you cook for yourself, you're going to starve. And I thought, yes, this is what we must always do. Cook for ourselves, cook for ourselves, or else we will starve. And that is something that has stayed with me through this pandemic. Let's not hide our light under a bushel because no one's going to see it there. No, and do you know what? And I, well, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cook for myself right now because last week I was announced on the, the Yahoo Finance Heroes Top 100 Role Models uh, for 2020, you know, based alongside the, the, the global chair of Deloitte and the Capital One Canada president and standard, you know, all these kind of phenomenal women in C-suite roles. And I'm on that list. Well, do you know Um, what? Written on my piece of paper here, (laughs) which I didn't tell you when we had our little chat before the podcast, is Simone, women role model list. Whoop, whoop. But (laughs) I was going to cook for you, but you've just cooked for yourself. So good for you. Oh, no, no, we need to go back and edit that. No, no, I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) No, 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 I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. No, it's brilliant. And we've got um, the other good thing. And, and again, this is what we always typically do. Rob Mukherjee, um, one of our you know Northern Power Women um, advocates, uh, he's on the male advocates list. And brilliant. we've got Sam Price and Amy Sykes, uh, who are on the future future list as well, who are um, on in the, the future executive list as well. So and as well as so many other great humans on there. So, yeah, you know what? I've cooked. I've cooked it up large. I'm loving it. I'm loving your work. Gordon Ramsay is 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 giving you a chef's kiss from the sidelines. Mwah, wonderful stuff. Um, you know, I was a bit sarcastic earlier on when I said about those emails saying, uh, you know, hope you're doing okay in these unusual times and you think it's six months on. But I've noticed this week, a lot of people I, I follow on social media, there has been that collective again over the last seven days and maybe it was the announcements from Boris Johnson that you've had over the last 10 days or so regarding Christmas which I think a lot of people were really looking forward to collecting together with big family and friends whether it's you know whether you can go back into the office or not and the fact everything's changing but I've just noticed a few messages on social media akin to I'm I'm really struggling or I when is this going to be over or not being able to see an end inside and I did one myself and you know I I put a message out there saying not knowing when I'm going to be able to see my parents again because they're in different countries which have different lockdown rules and I can't get to them and they can't get to me and not knowing, you know, I'm I'm struggling with. And I wanted to share a brilliant video that the wonderful... Uh, Dr. Rada has made. You know, she's, uh, of course, does loads of stuff on BBC Radio, Dr. Rada module. And she did a fantastic video. And I'm going to share the link to that video in the show notes of this podcast. And it was how to avoid emotional burnout. 
and it's four minutes of wonderful advice about how not to forget your emotional health during all of this because we are so desperate to keep on top of our work, so desperate to make sure that our family and loved ones are feeling okay that sometimes it can be, as she puts it, when you notice you've only got 5% of battery left on your phone and you panic. Whereas if you'd kept an eye on it, you could have done something about it when you had 50%. And this is these little tips that she's given and I really recommend it. And, uh, you know, check in with yourself, give yourself compassion, be a compassionate listener to yourself. And she talks about your work bucket and your home bucket. And if both of them are half full, you're all right. But when one of them dips below half and suddenly the other one dips as well, it's when you start to get into a bit of a trouble. So it's really great. The big takeaway from that for me was doing something, a really small thing that brings you joy every day, a little tiny thing. So I'm going to put the link on that because it's ace. Brilliant. You never guess what I've, I've had to try and do this. We've got, you know, like we all do, we have lots of juggling going on at the, uh, you know, at the moment we've got a big report. I've never put together anything like this before, but, you know, sort of a just sort of 30 page report um, out based on our power circle travels called leveling up. So that comes yep. out this Wednesday. So that is really consumed because I'm, I am, I'm struggling a bit with imposter syndrome around it as well. What gives me the right to put something out? And then I'm uh, like, no, because no. you're on the women role model list. Hello. That's uh, why. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, you've got all this stuff going on and I have I, the, the, the awards has really given me, um, you know, sleepless nights and gosh, this is not, I, I you know, I know I'm not, curing a disease here or, or a pand- you know a virus um here but i it does i take everything i do like you do we take it so seriously responsibly mm. love what we do all that kind of thing and and i've been struggling really struggling with kind of sleep and stuff but um the one thing that i have discovered and i've been doing and i thought it was northern power man rob's kind of joy um paddle boarding I've um, seen the pictures on Instagram, Simone Roche. You look like Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom on their paddle boards. Although I'm thankful uh, Rob was wearing shorts in his pictures, <laughs> which Orlando well, was and, not. <laughs> and, and do you know why this kind of it kind of really plays to what you're just saying about that the, the buckets and stuff? So yeah. I am absolutely lousy at it. And so what I did when we were we've just been seeing out the last few days of uh, of summer stroke, you know, autumn is, is upon us. So October this week. Ah, oh. anyway. But what we have, we had a, a couple of beautiful days um, last week. And I'm like, I'm going to work from home these days because I want to see out of my, the door onto the, the water, you know, surrounding where we live. And, and you know, um, and equally, I want to be able to step out that door and not have a, a set of steps or whatever in the way. But I I took out literally even if it was just the other day, six, seven minutes on the paddleboard, because you know what I have to do? I have to put my phone down. I have mm. to step away from my laptop. And I, I did this years ago. I used to uh, yacht race, sail. Uh, I used to do a lot of sailing and offshore and stuff. And the one thing you couldn't do is be checking your phone yeah. all the time, because guess what? You're going to get wet and even more so on a on a paddleboard. So yeah, that's that's been my, that's me trying to level up my buckets by, uh, by trying to do this leveling up report the irony hey well you know good good and it, it it all everything feeds into everything else doesn't it we don't learn one thing and go well we all know it now we learn one thing and then we learn another thing and then we realize that those two things actually connect and that's why it's great so by doing your leveling up report but then also taking that time to find your own joy get out of your get out of your work mode just for a minute it, it all adds doesn't it and we can't do one without the other 
we can't. And, and actually, where, where the other also came into play was uh, last weekend, we were paddling down to the, the Royal Albert Dock, as it is now. Um, and there ahead of us, I could see I could see somebody waving at us. And of course, I'm just waving and then thinking, oh, keep your balance, Simone, keep your balance. And anyway, it was a couple of our friends. So we went and moored up our boards, climbed up a very <laughs> steep ladder, had a gin, had a rather, rather more interesting experience coming back down the ladder and <laughs> off we toodled. So, <laughs> so that, in my world, was was living the dream for um, a, a short period of time. Hundred percent. That sounds terrific. And it's those things that sometimes you don't plan, but you give yourself permission to do and go and just take a step out of of what your perhaps your schedule may be for work is oh hooray. Hooray. I'm going on a boat in a couple of days, but I'll tell you more about that next week. Hmm. Oh. That, that's what's called a tease. Uh, oh, so good. Okay. Happy days. <laughs> now, look, I really want to bring in this week's life lessons because everything we've talked about, actually, I think is is kind of beautifully uh, complemented by our life lessoner this week. Who are we hearing from, Simone? We've got Alison Freer, who is the managing director of Think Freer, which is a leadership coach organization developing in people skills. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed these ones this week. Really interesting. So here's Alison. Hello, my name's Alison Freer, leadership coach at Think Freer, and I'm delighted to contribute to the Northern Power Women podcast. What's one piece of advice that's really stuck with me? Well, it has to be from one of my first bosses in my mid-twenties who introduced me to a quote that said, in order to be truly effective in life and as a leader, it's to make sure that you give energy to having your head in the clouds for bright ideas and new inspiration. Keep your eyes on the horizon at how trends, competition and opportunities are developing and always keep your feet on the ground on a day-to-day basis. Think about what positive actions you can take today, tomorrow and next week that will get you towards your goals. What would I tell my 25-year-old self about work-life balance? Well, first of all, I think to understand that there's rarely true balance or equilibrium. In actual fact, it's work and life integration. Being yourself in all aspects of your life and work leads to the greatest fulfillment. It also means that sometimes you need to be courageous and tell people what you need in order to be able to accommodate one aspect of your life into the other. Thinking of an example of when a strong business network has really come into its own for me, there are a few examples, key of which I think has been part of the CBI's Women in Leadership Network, where I met some fascinating and inspirational women, many of whom are still my friends and trusted business colleagues and contacts. Always go into networking events with an intent to learn, to be curious and to contribute. Anything else that comes over and above all of that is an absolute bonus. When have I faced imposter syndrome and what did I do about it? Well, there have been a number of occasions, but one of the most significant was starting out earlier in my coaching career, where I was due to start coaching as very senior exec. Somebody had bought and sold and built lots of businesses and, and generated a lot of wealth and success as a result. I really suffered hard from imposter syndrome that time. What I did about it was I followed Amy Cuddy's advice in her famous TED talk on presence. I went into the ladies' loos, grinned inanely at myself in the mirror to force my face into a smile. I adopted the Wonder Woman pose, found that I'd managed to ground my breathing, 
and get myself determined to go in and make a difference. And that I did. And that particular coaching client has become one of my most valued contacts and also a referrer. So stand tall, find your grounding and you will make it. When have I taken a risk and what happened? Risk is relative for everybody, but looking back over my career, I suppose many people, including close friends and family, thought I was mad to leave a well-paid job with good career prospects at the age of 30 to start my own coaching business. I went out on my own, I took a risk, I found contracts and showed myself that I could win and deliver work. And I generated a decent family income for over 15 years whilst I raised my two children. More recently, as I approach another big birthday, I've decided to do it again. And this time I've really thought, what's the worst that could happen? Having come through some major life events, including cancer, and now facing a global pandemic, there's no time like the present. And sometimes you simply have to take the calculated risk and follow your path with determination. There are no guarantees, but the only guarantee is there's a greater risk sometimes of doing nothing. Thank you so much to the wonderful Alison Freer. Do you know what I, I mean? I loved obviously everything she was saying there about not being afraid of risk and taking those calculated risks is what makes you grow. But one thing that really resonated with me is her saying, tell people what you need. And I think quite often, and I'm very guilty of this, I just think people should know what I need and give it to me without me having to tell them and me having to tell them in some way negates their offer of help which is just ridiculous because of course we need to tell people what we need and I remember very very back at the beginning of the Northern Power Women podcast one of our first ever interviews Simone was with Vanda Murray who of course is a fantastic non-executive director she sits on so many boards she chairs so many boards she's got this incredible portfolio career and I actually went to her home and interviewed her and I said how do you do it how do you fit all of this in you've got this beautiful home you've got two children you've got all this incredible portfolio career and she said ask for help she said I could not have done this without that housekeeping help without someone to come and help me with the garden without someone to help me with the children and she said quite often as women we feel like we need to do it all to prove ourselves that well I don't need this I don't need that but actually ask for help and surround yourself with people who can help you however big or small that is and I think that's really really important to remember we're not lesser than if we ask for help and reach out for help. Absolutely not. And I chaired a panel last week at the She Has No Limits conference. And I was talking about, you know, how the world is changing and, you know, how we have to stay relevant. You know, there's no there's no rule book for this or toolkit, is there, as to how we're going to get through this. And, you know, I think we're now in it for a, a longer haul than we mm. even would have expected. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking six months over here. It's a long, long time. That's that's Christmas is cancelled, Easter is cancelled, or whatever. So we've got oh to gosh. we've got to find so to ask because we're all struggling in different ways. Whether it's making our businesses work, whether it's um, how we're communicating with our people, how we're managing our relationships, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how big or small you think your challenge is. If it's a problem, it's a big problem for you. Mm. There is a massive community out there of people who want to help. So ask for help. They'll be flattered. They'll be absolutely sort of shocked that you're doing this all on your own. So do not be an island in this. Um, you know, please just ask for help because it's it's really important. 100 percent. 
Thank you very much indeed. Look, before we head off into the sunset, I know we've talked on previous Northern Power Women podcasts, especially when we did um, our live recordings every single month. Do you remember the days we used to get on trains and travel to places? <laughs> and we talked about relationships at work. And this was many, many, this is a good few years ago we talked about this. But I was very interested this week to see that there is um, a new policy at BlackRock. Now, BlackRock are these huge, huge, I mean, like multi-trillion dollar investment company based in New York. They've got offices all over the world. But they've actually brought out, and it's kind of strange in these COVID times, but they've brought it out now, rules over office romances. Now, I know a lot of big corporations have this policy in place saying, if you're in a relationship with somebody who works in the organisation, you need to declare it. And of course, there was recent issues, wasn't there, over, uh, I think, was he the chairman or the CEO of McDonald's yeah. in the UK? And the issue, I mean, he actually left the job and uh, because he had a relationship that he did not disclose with an employee. And I think this is a really interesting one. So what BlackRock have done, I've said, not only do you need to, um, you need to declare if you have a relationship with somebody you work with, but if you have a relationship with any company affiliated with BlackRock, any client, any supplier, anyone who has any sort of direct relationship with BlackRock, you also need to declare that. And I'm interested to see what people think about this because I think there are issues around, I mean, obviously transparency, and especially when we're talking an investment firm that could be seen as a conflict of interest if you are dating somebody who works for one of your major funds, for example. But what if you are LGBTQ plus and not out? You're essentially going to have to out yourself for having a relationship when perhaps you don't feel comfortable or able to do that. Perhaps you're dating outside your religion. Perhaps you are dating out, you know, outside in another area where actually it would it would be incredibly difficult for you to come forward and say that. And I just how much can our employers know about our private life? How much do they need to know? How much should they be allowed to know? Do we need to separate that? Or do we need this absolute transparency in order to make sure that there is never a conflict of interest and we can never accused of being unprofessional? There's a lot there, isn't there? It is. And it almost feels a bit big brothery as well, does it not? I, I don't know. And I, I found it interesting whether this is coming about at this time, yeah. where I would imagine an organisation of their size is not in physical offices either. So I don't, I don't, I don't really get that, if I'm honest, unless mm-hmm. clearly something's happened um, over this, you know, over this time or, or whatever. Yeah, really interesting. Um I, I, do you know what I feel? I think you mentioned it. I think I can feel a poll coming up. Yeah. Should you be obliged to tell your employer about a relationship you have with anyone connected to your business? We'll come up with some great snappy wording, Simone. But <laughs> I, I'm genuinely interested to know what you think. You know, if you've got a thought up front, do let us know, please. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. How much should or could your employer need to know about your personal relationships. It's, well, it's interesting. This week is Inclusion Week as well. So um, quick shout out for our webinar with um, United Utilities talking all about uh, inclusion. We're talking about parenting, unconscious bias, uh, language. So please sign up for the webinar. So Wednesday, Rob Mukherjee and um, Christina, who was on our Life Lessons last week, and Joe Harrison. So please join in. Thank you. Quick plug. Fantastic stuff. Thank you so very much indeed for listening. Of course, Simone and I will be back with you here on the Northern Power Women podcast. Wait for it. Monday, October 5th, Simone. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness me. Uh, But there we go. Thanks again so much for listening. This is the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker. And the NPW podcast is a What Goes On Media production. 